your servant And I am listening Speak to me, Lord, speak to me Speak to me Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God presented to you by the Macarius Church Headquarters. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Macarius Church Headquarters. I am listening, I am waiting, speak to me. Wow, keep clapping. If you love the Lord, please keep clapping. Can we please have the new believers school? New believers school, please come forward, new believers. Can we have the new believers, please? Oh, they have gone on holiday, they have not come back. All right, I see one. Hey, please come. Come forth. Beautiful. Beautiful. Tell your friends that school has reopened, okay? I'm holiday, some of my. All right. School fees be in him. free. Wow. Shall we pray? Father, thank you for this beautiful day on which we can meet in your house and share your word, discuss your word minister to you may the entrance of your word give light and give understanding to the simple build us up Lord in Jesus name Amen Please take your seats. I think the dry weather is trying to to drink. <laughs> wow. Which of you will be with us this week? So make sure you come for Riverside Atmosphere on Tuesday. Because you'll be here. By the grace of God. Amen. But last week we began to share on attempt great things by being thankful and we talked about some of the points the powerful prophetic prayer points that have been given to us by our prophets i think five of them so we are going to go through the other points today to prepare us for this season of prayer and fasting which begins on tuesday okay yes yes so for the first couple of weeks to be doing prayer and fasting we'll give more details later but i believe we'll have center prayer meetings and all that and then in february we'll go into the follow-up and the outreach yes so we are practicalizing what we pray about because church growth comes by prayer and also hard work so we are on it by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so when you come to church, it's an opportunity to be blessed. Amen. 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 And you see, we've talked so much about generational curses 
that sometimes we forget about generational blessings. Yeah. That God says he will bless you. And that blessing will affect your children. Just as the Christians sang. Your children, your children's children. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. You don't serve God in vain. No, 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 no. No, no. If anything at all, a statistical research, empirical. <laughs> no, no, there was a man of God called Jonathan Edwards. Jonathan Edwards was one of the people who was involved in what is called the Second Great Awakening in America, yes. a revival. Yes. And he it is said to have prayed for about 17 hours continuously before he went to preach a message called sinners in the hands of an angry God yes at that time America was seriously backsliding but that was one of the messages that shook the nation sinners in the hands of an angry God he preached it so powerfully he said that human beings were like spiders dangling on the web spider webs with hellfire coming from below them men who were hardened were so afraid in that service that they began to hold on to the pillars in the church do you get me screaming so that they don't go down into the hellfire powerful now when you trace Jonathan Edwards descendants Beautiful pastors, university presidents, top lawyers. I mean, they are all blessed people. Blessed people. Blessed people. You are not serving God in vain. I said, the blessing will go to your next generation and the generation after you and the generation after. As long as they keep serving the Lord, they'll be blessed. They'll be blessed. Amen. I have an example of a family member related to her by marriage. She told me that years ago, her grandfather, their grandfather, was a Presbyterian minister on the mountains. She says, I remember my grandfather because he used to leave home at 6 a.m. on, no, before 6 a.m., on Sundays. He says, in those areas, he was the only pastor for miles around. There were churches, but they didn't have pastors. Maybe they had elders or whatever, but you see, they didn't have pastors. And she says, he and his assistant, they would go around preaching in one church by 6 a.m. They finish a service and walk to another place and go and have another service and walk to another place and go and have a service. He said, my grandfather will walk the whole day. Because there's no... Those areas didn't have no cutter or anything at that time. So, and they'll come back after six. Walking, walking, walking. And she told me, she said, look... We, you see, one of, I mean, if, if I mention, you, you, you all know him, but I'm not mentioning the mic, but in their family, she says, it is because of, she says, it is because of our grandfather that we are blessed. It's because of our grandfather that we are blessed. Yes. It's not in vain. No, it's not in vain. No. You are bashing people. You see, that's why the devil would like to discourage you. 
He likes to discourage people power who are doing the work of God. And he uses various means to discourage them. But you see, I've also come to know, even if you read only the Psalms of David and other things, you come to the assurance that, look, godliness, it pays in the end. Oh, yes. 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 Godliness pays. So, you see, it is, you see, Asaph one day stood and said, ah, I see that people who are not worshipping God they are rather doing well, they are doing this they are going to Dubai, they are doing all these things so what is there What is what is there for those who are going to church we go and sit down, then they preach to us and whatever we are doing, Aye, he said huh. till I saw their end said, till I came into the sanctuary of God and I saw their end so I would advise you to keep coming to the sanctuary of God, come into the house of God Come and hear the word of God. Oh, yes. Yes. He said, you will give me good counsel. And after that, you receive me into glory. Hey. Hallelujah. No, you see, one day, my big sister, she, she's the one who really introduced us all into Christianity. Early, 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 around, this would be 19... Mid, maybe mid 1970s to, yes, yeah, to late 1970s, 80s. That's when the charismatic revival hit Ghana around that time, yeah. She was an avid Catherine Kuhlman follower, yes, at that time. <laughs> hey, look, she would enter the bathroom. And while she's bathing, oh, you hear tongues in the bathroom. Hey! <laughs> the tongues have exploded in the bathroom. At that time, we, did, we were wondering what, is, what, what it was all about. <laughs> one day, my younger brother, <laughs> am I allowed to share such stories uh, in the church? My younger brother, I was singing a song. I was singing, Dear Ben Amenia. Dear Ben Amenia, dear ben. My, my brother's told me that well, your version is not nice. Your version of Dear Ben Amenia. And I said, What do you mean by my version? Oh, so you hear Sister Ma's version. And I said, What's Sister Ma's version? Oh, Sister Ma, when she, she's sitting in the kitchen, fanning the fire and singing, Dear Ben Amenia, Dear Ben Amenia, Dear Ben Amenia. Then she'll move on to Sai Tata, Sai Tari Baba. <laughs> and I said, yours is not, yours is ordinary. I mean, we want, we want the Saita version of the song. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, that's saying Saita, Saita, Baba, Saita, Baba, Saita, Baba, in the kitchen, not in church, in the kitchen. <laughs> And you know, <laughs> and you know, she is the one who told me one. No, she told her pastor. Her pastor told her that, "Be I'm arranging for a beloved for you." You know what she told the pastor? He said, "Oh, I've applied to Jesus." <laughs> you listen. You listen. He said, "I've applied to Jesus to be one of the 144,000 virgins." Hey, <laughs> you pastor, you are coming to spoil her, her plans. She has applied though to Jesus to be one of the ones. So she t- to told her pastor that pastor, if 
Jesus comes back to me and says that he has not accepted my application. Then I'll consider the beloved that you are. Otherwise, actually, we want to be one of the 144,000 virgins in heaven. Look at the vision that people have. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, when she, so she, she never married. She went to, one day she got ill and went to hospitals. I went to visit her. It's actually when I talk about Psalm 73 that I remembered. I was with her when I wanted to encourage her because she was asking her, she asked me that, so people with such a disease, when do they die? And I was trying to tell her, oh, no, 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 you can't die. So I was reading Psalm 73 to encourage her. Not knowing that I'd started reading a part around the latter part of the psalm that starts talking about. With your counsel, you guide me and afterward you receive me into glory. Oh. So I stopped reading. I stopped reading. Then she said, oh. Read on. I said, oh, no, no, it's okay. I will not read. <laughs> because, uh, I see, verse 24, thou shalt guide me with thy counsel after receiving God. It's not, my, it's not part of my plan to read, it, to read this part because this part says that she's going to heaven. Do you get me? But she, 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 she knew in her spirit more than I knew. So, when they transferred her to the ward, this was the emergency, transferred her to the ward on the Saturday. She had an, a lady who was with her. She called the lady and told the lady that I have these six pieces of cloth in my house, which I took on. It's like a kind of high purchase. You take it and then you pay. She said, take them back to the owner because I don't think I'll be. I'll need them anymore. Saturday morning. She said, send the lady on such an errand. And when she went, she came back and said that, I've done the the nation. Go and buy me fufu. (laughs) Somebody was sick in hospital. Go and buy me fufu. And when she came, brought the fufu, she ate the fufu. And around 2 p.m., she told her that, I want to rest. So help me to move my feet to the bed. So she moved her feet to the bed. She put her head back. She was gone. (laughs) She knew her spirit. I mean, it's too nice. She's connected to heaven in a powerful way. You see, I want to say that, you see, as we are serving God, let's believe and know that God is real. God rewards. God is is very, very real. Do you understand me? And when you come to church, you are connecting yourself to that blessing. That's why many people have things that they say. You know when you meet people who don't really don't want to go to church, they'll say that there's a quote in fantasy You see, serve God in your heart. Don't don't mind such people. If it is in your heart, it will manifest. That's right. It will manifest. And when you come to church, one of the things is to receive the blessing. Numbers chapter six. Right at the end. It says. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. Ha. May God keep you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Keeping means that you shall not have mental disease. Amen. Some people have gone off. Oh. They are around. No. Hey. Uh, hey. No, no, no. One day, one of my friends, medical school, we were all in medical school together. He was descending the stairs. 
when he met another medical student ascending the stairs. He knew him, he was his friend. When the guy saw him, no, he slapped my friend, then he ran up the stairs. That was the beginning of. From a normal person, though, moving around, Pah! the Lord will keep you. Amen. Huh. He said, The Lord make his face shine upon thee. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This means that God will give you favor. Amen. It means that wherever you go, the people will like you. Amen. <laughs> hey, if you go for an interview and they like you, that may be you just getting the job. My friend, I'll mention his name. Because when, he, when I mention it, you know where he comes from. He entered an interview room. Within 45 seconds, they said the interview was over. Go out. Hey! He couldn't believe what was happening. This was in London. So at the end of the interview, they, they came to tell those who were unsuccessful that the reasons for their not being successful at the interview. They told him. They told him that. They said... When you entered the room, a certain smell entered the room. Oh, and my friend to hip hops. I mean, I don't, I don't know him to be somebody who. He said, we couldn't stand the smell in the room, so that's why we sent you out. What was following him into that room? That... <laughs> when you go for an interview, nothing that is foreign will follow you into the interview room. <laughs> Look, one day a, a certain lady. Uh, yes, I think I know her. She was thirty-four weeks pregnant when she went to an interview. She was a doctor, so she sat before a panel of five doctors. None of them thought that she was pregnant because the job they were not going to give it to a pregnant woman. They wouldn't have given it to a pregnant woman. I happen to you too. They would have given it to a pregnant woman. So, when she got the job, and later she said, I'll be applying for maternity leave. They were going to become angry and say, take the job back from them. One of them said, one of them said, Charlie, do you know what? It's a disgrace that there were five doctors who were all on the panel. We didn't see that she was. Let's leave her together. That's what will be your story. It will be your story as well. Oh, yes. When God has to blind people, they will not see things about you. Oh, yes. They will only see the things that God allows them to see. She got a job, moving fully in the job. Because she was capable and competent. Only that she was pregnant. Is it her fault that she was pregnant? (laughs) He said, and be gracious unto thee. Hallelujah. God will be gracious to you. God will be good to you. God will shower blessings on you. So long as you are serving him in his house, ah, he will not forget about you. When he's sharing the blessings, you will get, you will get some. Oh, Richie, is that not what they say? Nadum Remember that the 12th promise is that 2023 will be full of good news for you. 
when you receive notifications on your phone, there will be more notifications of heavy amounts arriving on your phone in the name of Jesus. When you receive an email, it will be an email of a good job offer, a good job you have applied for that is telling you that you are starting this job on such and such a day with such and such a salary, a car is attached, a house is attached, receive it in Jesus' name. It's good news all the way. 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 I know says we can't have good news all the time. Yes. There's enough bad news in the news. So personally, we are receiving good news. Sit down. The Lord lift his countenance upon thee. Ah, so when God thinks about you, he likes you. He likes you. And give thee peace. Wow. You see, Jesus said in John 16, 33, he said, in the world, you have tribulation. In the world, you have pressure. You know, when you go to work, you can feel that there's pressure in the world. <laughs> Unless you don't work at a good place. I mean, a place that Charlie, anybody, I mean, country broke, country no broke, we, know, we all day inside. That one is not a good workplace. God is moving you from there to a better way. But if you are in a good workplace, there'll be pressure. There'll be pressure. There'll be pressure. <laughs> you see, Jesus said in John 16 33, He said, These things I have spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace. Hey. He said, in the world ye shall have tribulation. And not just a pressure. That word is a Greek word, thalipsis. It means pressure. It means affliction. It means persecution. It means trouble. How many have experienced from one or two troubles in your life? Okay, this people they don't. Maybe you are young. <laughs> maybe a child, they don't experience pressure because you, you just eat. They bring, they, bring, they bring you food, they eat. But if you are grown up, <laughs> it's a pressure day. I mean, pressure. <laughs> but I came to tell you that Jesus has an antidote for the pressure in the world. And that antidote is the antidote of peace. Somebody say peace. peace. Oh, yes. Look, when Jesus says peace, the Greek word is Irene. Actually, it's from that word we get the name Irene, I think. Yeah. 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 Peace. 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 You see, that's why Paul was writing in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. And he said, be careful. Give me something like NLT or some newer version. Because that verse, that verse 6 says, be anxious for nothing. Beautiful. Be anxious. Look, you can live a life free of anxiety. You see, many people in You don't believe it. You don't believe it. No, I'm not saying that there will not be pressure. But I think God will give you a supernatural shock absorber. You see, the issues are there, but somehow you don't feel them. Is there somebody who believes or understands what I'm talking about now? That there's pressure, there are issues, there are things. So, but you are insulated. You are ah, you are like a pole voter who has jumped high and then he has left himself. He comes to land on a cushion. God is cushioning you with peace. God is cushioning you with peace. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Because there are enough things to make you anxious in the world. Rent issues. Hmm. 
Hospital issues. Malaria issues. <laughs> there are issues, oh. January school fees. <laughs> hey, but Jesus said, Paul says, be anxious for nothing. Do not be anxious. And look, I said, the issues will be there, but you'll be cool. But you have peace. But you have tranquility. That's the word. Tranquility. Do, do you understand such things? Tranquility. Tranquility. <laughs> Receive peace in the name of Jesus. Yes. So that you are moving around. So people wonder, ah, is he not supposed to be under pressure? Oh yes, he is. You see, he, he is under pressure, but he is insulated. He is cushioned. He is protected against the vagaries of the, oh, I don't know whether to tend to fancy or something. But I don't know whether, am I communicating with you? Are you, are you, are you do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, because because Jesus, when he comes to the world, he will just do a miracle. Before he realized a miracle has happened. But even when the miracle has not happened, you are there, but you are okay. You are okay. Because I'll tell you, these anxieties and these pressures, eh, they cause high blood pressure. No, some people, they just walk in all, they die. I have not heard of such people. Pressure. Is dead. Or they have ulcers. Or some of them to diarrhea. Oh, then he's there. He's going, coming, going, coming, going, coming. Pressure. Pressure. That's turned into. <laughs> but I came to tell somebody that God has a solution. It's called the peace of God, which passes all understanding. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Sit down. You see, you will have the peace of God if you go through this process. Verse 6. It says, in every situation, number one, pray. 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 You see, let's not turn prayer into a formula. It's true. Sometimes we give formally to make it easy. But really, prayer is you talking to God about the things that affect you. You see, that's why you must read the Psalms. You see, when you read the Psalms, David, when he comes, he's not following a formula. He said, oh Lord, my enemies are troubling me. Kill them. (laughs) No, no, no. It's not David. You see, some of us, we are waiting. um, We want to Say the tongues that's like God will now hear because you have started with tongues. No, it doesn't always have to start with tongues. You can tell God that God it's not easy now. Now even the bonds to acquire some. <laughs> no, no. God he is interested in such language and such as the transport fare has increased. He is interested in such. You see, that scripture that says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. There, the second part in the Kenyan is say he delighted in his way. In another translation, things NLT says he is interested in every aspect of your life. 
detail. Ah, that's it. Eh? The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. There's nothing about your life that doesn't matter to God, please. So pray properly by telling God that, hey, God, these are the issues. So these are the issues. Number one, number two, number three. You see, and I said that when you come to God, you come to pray to God, you're coming to have your quiet time, you're coming to be with God. It doesn't matter that you come bring the issues and say, God, let me tell the issues to you so that I will have that peace to worship. I have that peace to read the Bible because you can't read the Bible because when you open the Bible, all the issues prevail against you. The issues are coming against you. Issues are coming against you. So you don't have the peace. That's why you are not reading your Bible. That's why you are not praying. But instead, use this strategy and say, God, these are the issues. You see, David uses in Psalm 65, verse 1, he says that. Psalm 65. Praise waiter for thee, O God, in Zion. And unto thee shall the vow be performed. Verse 2. O that that hearest prayer. Unto thee shall all flesh come. So we will come to you because you hear prayer. That's what David was saying. Verse 3. Iniquities prevail against me. You see, here is where. As for our transgressions, thou shalt perish them away. Please, let's analyze this verse. The two, all, all, all of us together, let's, let's analyze this verse. You see, the second part, where it says, as for our transgressions, thou shalt perish them away. You and I know that our transgressions have been taken care of by Jesus. Is that not so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So David, seen ahead of his time, please sit up, otherwise you may fall asleep. David, seen ahead of his son, says that God, when it comes to transgressions, dear, you have dealt with them. But iniquity, so I kept on wondering to myself, why iniquities, iniquities and transgressions, they are alike. Is that not so? Are they not brothers? Sins, iniquities, transgressions, they are siblings. So I decided to look at the Hebrew word that is translated iniquities here. And I saw that, huh? In many, many instances, you see, there's another word which is translated iniquities in English a lot of times. That's not the word there. That word there could have been translated, one of the ways it's translated is words. That is, you've heard a word which has troubled you. Or a matter. A matter. <laughs> you see, like as somebody will say, in simple or business. Uh-huh. So what David was saying is that, brother, when you are coming to God, don't worry about the transgressions. They have been taking care of the blood of Jesus. But rather deal with the matters or the issues or the, uh, uh, the, 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 the things that try to prevail against you and prevent you from fellowshipping with God. Deal with those. And that's why Paul said, present them to God. Petitions. Supplications and with what? Giving of thanks. So I've come to see that thanksgiving is the butter of prayer. When you apply it, it makes the prayer go down. How many know that there's a difference between bread and butter and bread without butter? Oh. 
I'm not talking about margarine. Even margarine. Butter. <laughs> Come and see me later for the difference. Because some people are wondering whether there's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> Hallelujah. And one powerful thing that God wants to give you through being a thankful person is peace. Now, peace is, number one, you and God, there's no issue between the two of you. That's the first one. Romans 5.1. Therefore, Romans 5.1, King James. Therefore, being justified, we have peace with God. That's the first one, peace. And then the second one is between you and your brother, or between you and your sister, you and your neighbor, you and your wife. You and your Christian brother, you and your quarrister mates, there's peace, which is harmony. <laughs> your landlord. I'm harmony. You see, because that same word irene also means welfare or prosperity. Because when there is harmony, then prosperity can come. Oh, you don't understand. But when there is harmony, then, then you can build up. Even, even, even in, even in that one, I mean, Africa, they say that when the countries are destabilized because of coup d'etats, the economy can't grow. Is that not so? <laughs> it doesn't come in times of war. Prosperity doesn't. Prosperity is associated with peace. So I'm prophesying peace into your life because you have become a thankful person. I'm saying that don't leave out the thanks. Recognize the role of thanksgiving in procuring peace for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because. And you know, this um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. It says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Hallelujah. May the peace of God rule in your hearts. And it says, To the which ye are also called in one body, and be thankful. Do you see the connection again? There is a connection between being thankful and having peace in your life. (laughs) It also stands to reason that if you are thankful for the relationships you have, there will be harmony in the relationships. If you are thankful to go for your sister or for your husband or for your boss, that thanksgiving will immediately reveal an aspect of your boss to you which ingratitude complaining and memory will not reveal do you understand me so you see so he says and be thankful look at um, verse 16 it says let the word of christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace. Already, number one. A thankful person. He's into psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Oh yes. A grateful attitude approaches God in worship. Oh yes. So if you have stopped singing, know that... Your gratitude levels have gone down. 
if you used to sink and now you don't sink, your gratitude levels have gone down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you say you don't know sounds because you just read sounds. You don't know how to sing sounds. Not a problem. You also don't know hymns because you are not brought up in a school or a church where no problem. What about spiritual songs? There are enough spiritual songs for you to sing. Two. Let the word of Christ dwell in you and let grace which is a manifestation of your thanksgiving. And I want to submit to you that Shatawale songs are not spiritual songs. Don't mix your playlists should not include you know, one day I sending, I went to visit somebody at his workplace his laptop he had gospel music he was playing so as we were admiring his playlist we wanted to see more on his playlist as <laughs> other songs did a list inside so we asked him that ah but what about these songs? He said, oh, when the gospel becomes too much, then I play those. He said, what, 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 what is too much gospel? What is too much gospel? No, is it that, okay, you have um, um, geometry. Then I said, okay, you have first love music. So he said, so, okay, I'm changing from first love to play geometry a bit or to play uh, what do you call Nathaniel Bassey or whatever. But, but not to say that you have changed and now you have gone to shatter. <laughs> it is not a spiritual song when you sing it you will not have grace in your hearts and let me tell you what grace is grace is defined as the divine influence upon the heart yeah grace let me tell you grace is defined as the first part the, div- one of the, the divine influence upon the heart and its manifestation in the life through gratitude. <laughs> yes. Yes. So when we say somebody has grace, one of the things is that he 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 has the power of God and the influence of God in his life. And because that power is in his life, he expresses it through gratitude. Through being grateful to God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And spiritual songs will do that. Not Sakodia. Black Sheriff. What is it doing on your playlist? Ah, Kofi Kenata. <laughs> so, about so I to go into your brother. <laughs> no, 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 please. You know, I want you. Let's, let's look at Ephesians chapter 5. Then we'll talk about the other lessons. Then we'll close. Be not drunk with wine. Wearing his as but be filled with the spirit. Listen, gentlemen. Alcohol is not another name for it, spirit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> huh? So there are two kinds of spirits you can be filled with. Either the spirit that has the hydroxyl groups. Now no man, you start to walk. Uh, s- steady. 
you are the one who is not steady, but you are telling others to be steady. And then the Holy Spirit. And we are saying that don't choose that one. Choose the Holy Spirit to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Not with the spirit of Ada. Not that spirit, but this spirit. Not this one, but this one. And he says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Look at the next verse. Right there. Right there. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. So, a spiritual person is a thankful person. In the same way as a thankful person is a person who is filled with the spirits. Yeah. That's it. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father and anyone. Look at the next verse. Submitting ourselves one to another fear of God. You see, this is the verse that comes just before Paul starts talking about verse 22, wives. And it goes on and it says husbands. What Paul is saying is that the premise for a good marital relationship is being filled with the spirit which is based on gratitude. If you are not grateful for your wife, there will forever be issues you cannot deal with. If you are not grateful for your husband, there will forever be, there will forever be issues you cannot deal with. Starts, there must be something good about him. One day, a certain man died. The guy was the wickedest man in the town. Hey! Anything bad you can imagine. He had done it. But you see, there was another man in the town who never said bad things about anybody. It was his policy that he always had something good to say about people. So that day, the people in the town were watching to see what good thing he could say about this man was now dead and they were doing fine in past so they were all waiting all waiting when the guy fell past the body he stopped and shook his head and said he had nice teeth <laughs> he had nice teeth he had nice teeth which is true his teeth were nice. <laughs> he was dead, but his teeth were nice. You see, he, he, see uh, the point I'm making is that the baddest of people, the baddest, I'm using the word deliberately. The person is trying to, no, no, no. The real word is the West, but the West doesn't bring out the baddest. Has something good about them. Something to be grateful for. Something to be careful. At least their teeth are nice. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, men and brethren, I want to go through the few points we have. Because by the grace of God, this week, we're we'll starting our prayer. And these are prophetic words, like we said. So, the sixth point is our Lord. Hey, the time is going on. I'm thankful that throughout this year I have the blessings of being faithful and loyal. All through the year 2023, I shall never be ungrateful. Say, I shall never be ungrateful. Say, I shall never repay good with evil. I shall never be a liar. I shall never be a deceiver. I shall never be a Judas. 
I shall never be an Absalom. I am thankful that one day I shall hear those words. Well done, good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you something. Don't be deceived though. Don't be deceived. You know, I've heard testimony after testimony of people. Today somebody was even telling me that in one country where there were pastors who belonged to the UD, they left. Now after four years, they are coming back saying that we were deceived. So admit us back. Oh, yeah. After going to Facebook and writing things. Oh yeah. You see, please don't let deception. You see, let me tell you something. When an event happens in your life which shakes your foundations, because I've heard people say things like that. Well, at least I was told that they said it. That I can't handle this one. This one I can't handle it. It's too much for me. You see, years ago, when I was working in Tema General Hostel, Ghana, Greater Courage, Ghana, my friend, I was a doctor, my friend, his wife was having her first baby. First baby. Now she had two or three older sisters who told her that. When the labor pain started, don't rush it also because it has now started. What you are feeling is just the beginning. The, the wild ones will come. <laughs> so, when the labor pains began, she was in her room. Mm. 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 Waiting for the greater pain to come. Before she realized her waters had broken. And I said, let's go to hostel. When she went to hostel, she was eight centimeters dilated, which is only two centimeters more. Within one hour, the baby had come. You see, her labor and her experience of labor was much nicer because she was waiting for the greater pain to come. Oh, you don't understand? So it's like what I'm going through is nothing. So I also came to tell you that you have issues in life. You have offenses that will come against you. You have things that will come against you. Look, tell yourself that, Charlie, this is nothing. A greater one is waiting for me. In other words, if you have not been able to survive this one, as the people said in the book of Jeremiah, if you have not been able to contend with the footmen, what will you do when the horses come? What you do? So please don't 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 let this take you out. Oh. Don't let this matter take you out. Something that hey, be around. Were we not all here when the prophet came and said, Bishop, it has been with me for forty years or so. Don't you think I had the chance to be offended? Please, please. And you small thing that they said no. Okay, even if it's not a small thing, what we are saying is that. <laughs> okay, you, it's, you, you say it's not small. You say it's not small. That's what he asked. Why are you allowing to take you out? Handle it properly. You see, the Bible, I said the Bible, five rules of loyalty. Those who are ignorant says, one of them says, the third one, it says, teachings on loyalty must be remembered in the hour of temptation. 
Otherwise, you are making the word of God of none effect. What you are saying is that this thing doesn't apply to me. Doesn't apply to you, why? If it doesn't apply to you, what, what, what do you mean by doesn't apply to you? You see, people behave like the pastor who preached a powerful message about forgiveness. He's introducing a series on forgiveness. His wife had an issue with him, or they had a running issue where it was like they were not talking to each other. Some bad issue. So when they went home, my wife said, oh, congratulations on this powerful introduction that you, I mean, I was so blessed. I said, oh, glory be to God. And she said, since you have talked about forgiveness, I want to bring up, hey, no, no, no. That one is for the church. <laughs> don't, 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 don't be like that. Every word of God applies to every situation. If you are hurt, you see, do you know in Second Samuel chapter 13, Absalom was hurt Oh, yeah, he was hurt. But he didn't deal with it properly. Listen to what he said to um, Tamar, his sister. He said to her that, oh, has Amnon been with you? Don't worry, he's your brother. Those were not his real feelings. Those were not his real feelings. He said, had Amnon thy brother been with thee? Hold thy peace. Those were not his real feelings. At least he should have gone to Amnon himself. And said, Charlie, but why? Or even to David, his father. But look at what he did. He spake unto his brother Amnon, neither good nor bad. For two years he murdered him. And allowed an evil spirit to work on his heart. Before he realized, boom. He had killed Amnon and he had become an orangu such that today. I mean, one day I was at a wedding. The pastor so, a, a, a non-UD and a UD person were getting married and one of the non-UD pastors he was moving around moving, and he was a busy man and I heard them calling Pastor Absalom Pastor Absalom Pastor Absalom hey. Pastor Absalom Pastor Absalom ah, ah. so I couldn't help it because he was a mean man he said he was a mean man so I called him and said ah your name is a bit worrying to me oh he said oh no 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 me I don't concentrate on the bad as well I don't the good aspects so, okay okay Okay. Meanwhile, when I looked, he didn't have a lot of hair too. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which good one he was talking about. <laughs> he didn't have a horse. <laughs> I said, ah, okay. You, you. I was worried. I was worried, Pap. Because they were calling him around, moving them. I said, I've never met him. I absolutely my pastor before. And you are pastor. <laughs> You shall be a faithful and loyal person. No event will offend you. Oh yes. Number seven. Lord, I'm thankful that in 2023, all my steps are guided by the Lord. (laughs) He said, thank you Jesus. That I have the blessings of not making any missteps. Four steps on mistakes in 2023. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Do not. 
Remember what we said about um, Psalm 37 verse 23. God will order every step of yours. But what you must do is that you must pray and then you must also not allow yourself to be taken in by bad counsel. Do you know that Amnon, his undoing was the bad counsel he received? When he was thinking about Tamar, his friend Jonadab told him that this is the plan. And he also listened. May God deliver you from bad company and from bad counsel. There's a man of God, his name is Jim Baker. He's still alive, I think. But he wrote a book, I Was Wrong. A very painful book. Because as a man of God, he went to jail and lost his marriage. Lost everything. According to Rick Joyner, when he came out from prison, he, Rick Joyner, took him into his house. He said the man could be in a room morning to evening, just weeping. Because he had lost everything. Lost everything. And do you know why he lost everything? He lost everything, number one, because he had a friend. Now he, Jim Baker, his wife was called Tammy Faye Baker. She was not emotionally very stable. So around the workplace, she'd be chatting with the guys too much, talking to them. Say her husband didn't have time for her, so she's chatting. She'd be, they'll find a long phone call and other things that with one employee, then they'll break it up. She wasn't sleeping with them, but it was too much. So, Jamaica was one day working with his friend when he told his friend that what Tammy Faye has been doing, I want to pay her back. Which is an evil thought. It's an evil spirit. Unfortunately, he didn't have good counsel. His friend he was working with told him that I can arrange that. May God deliver you from evil counsel. He said, I can arrange that. What are you going to do? This is how 21-year-old Jessica Hans met with Jim Baker for 15 minutes in the hotel room. And that was the beginning of Jim Baker's going down. Because soon Jessica Hans began sending me messages. I need money. He said, well, I don't have that amount of money. I'll go and tell. Then he has to Force her. Yeah. So when it came to the critical stage, the story was about to explode. So another person who was envious of Jim Baker, his name was Jerry Fowler, came to Jim Baker and told Jim Baker that, Jim, the way this issue is about to explode in the news, you can go down in your business. There is a clause in our legal whatever, whatever, that allows you to sign out your business. And this was a huge business. I think it was called Heritage. Yes, now I remember Heritage. It was like a Christian version of Disney World. If you know Disney World. Now. now, But it's something nice, which is expensive. He said, he said a theme park. Like a nice. They were so big. 
that anytime they went on break for 30 minutes to do a devotion, they would lose $250,000. That's how big they were. That's how big they were. Jeff, I told Jamaica that you can sign it away for 90 days. After 90 days, it will come back to you. And Jamaica said, before he signed that thing, he thought about a conference he attended. And the pastor was preaching. The pastor said, beware hasty decisions or something like that. Beware of hasty decisions. And Jim Baker said, I also had a policy of discussing with my wife whenever I was able to, when I was supposed to take a major decision. He said, I didn't do that. Signed it away. In 90 days, Jim Baker was in jail. Was in jail. He didn't return. Lost Lost everything. You shall not make any mistakes. Yeah. You'll not make any mistakes. You see, mistakes arise out of deception. This was a clear deception. Let's try and finish. I would have stopped right now, but I think I should try and finish. Hmm. So we are on which point? Number eight. Lord, I am thankful that I have the supernatural blessings of obedience in 2023. Say, I shall be obedient. I, shall be obedient. I am thankful that I shall have many sudden breakthroughs through obedience in 2023. And Simon experienced a breakthrough. In verse, Luke 5, verse 5. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have told all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the nets. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. You are about to experience a net breaking, boat sinking blessing because of your obedience. Nine. So we can close. Lord, I'm thankful that I have the blessing of expressing my love to Jesus by feeding the sheep. Hmm. You see, already in this place, if I start asking people how many years you have been in the church, there will be a problem. Let me start from this row. The famous row. Lappy. How many years have you been in the church? <laughs> now you can't remember. Eight years. Beautiful. Pass the mic to Mavis, the group leader. How many years? Did you see 22? Pass the mic to. These are are Episcopal sisters. So you are the babies. You and you. But Lapi, is it real eight years? Or oh, just talking about Macarius? Because mom will be before after she joined. No, but look, 22 years. You're an Episcopal sister. My only problem is this. By this time, you ought to be a teacher. I think so. 
You have heard the word of God. Even eight years is a lot. You should have some people you are teaching. Or you don't understand. Do you understand? Yeah. Now the church has become quiet. Of course. Why? Why are you receiving all this and you don't teach anybody? Episcopal sister. <laughs> it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. This year, may you be a feeder Amen. of sheep. Please, 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 please. Hmm. People's hearts are beating over here, so <laughs> go back. Number 10. Lord, I am thankful that in 2020 I have the blessings of going to all nations. I'm thankful that I can help in the work of evangelism. You see, I'll make this simple for you. You can't go to Madagascar. You can't go to Cameroon. But your Benempi contribution can go. Easy. Number 11. I'm thankful that I'm delivered from all my fears. Hey, no fear will overcome you this year. Listen to this. He says, he says, Whatever tormented me, tested me, frightened me, and harassed me in 2022 has practically come to an end in 2023 in Jesus' name. Anytime you think about fear, think that fear is works like the opposite of faith. Because when you have faith, it makes you believe that something good will happen to you. Then it happens. Fear happens exactly the opposite way. When you have fear, you have that feeling that something bad is about to happen. And too long as that fear is that that thing will come. But it shall not be your story this year. Job said it. Job said, what I feared greatly has come upon me. Yeah. No fears will overcome you. And finally, I'm thankful for good news. Oh, we are, look, good news, good news, good news, good news, good news. I hear good news about your engagement in Jesus' name. I hear good news about your beloved dosing in Jesus' name. I hear good news about your job offer in Jesus' name. I hear good news about your moving to a bigger and better house in Jesus' name. I hear good news about your bigger and better car in Jesus' name. Good news. News that makes you excited. Yeah, nice. You have a good feeling. A good feeling. Look, it's not, there's nothing wrong with a good feeling. There's nothing wrong with a good feeling. Not letting wrong with a good feeling. It's nice. And through these prophetic words, eh, as I said, said, I shall achieve and accomplish all my life's goals and dreams in 2020 by my faith in the prophetic words. It's your faith in the prophetic words. So, brethren, as we begin to pray with these scriptures this weekend, believe them all. Oh, as for me, I believe that I'm going to walk in nice news, powerful news, good news. Believe. Let's all believe together that we will walk in a bigger church. Walk in a, everything is going to become bigger and better. Because of the prophetic word. Stand to your feet. Let's close. Hallelujah. Oh, pray, pray and thank God. Be thankful. Be thankful to Him. Thankful to him for the new year. 
the start of a beautiful year. Beautiful times. Great times. Thank Him. Thank Him for these times. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this season. It's a good time to be alive. There's never been a better time to be alive than now. (laughs) So thank him and celebrate the day. Celebrate the season. Celebrate the time. Wherever you find yourself, whatever job, whatever place, whatever house, the church in which you find yourself, every situation of your life is pleasant for now. Yes, it can improve, but for now, you have gratitude for it. You have gratitude for it. You have to say thank you to the Lord. Thank you to the Lord. He said, giving thanks always and for all things. So you are giving thanks for all things. Blessing the name of the Lord. Blessing him. Blessing him. Bless his name. Thank him for your family. Thank him for your brother. Thank him for your sister. Thank him for your wife. Thank him for your husband. Thank him for your job. Thank him for where you stay. Thank him for every little thing that you can thank God for. And celebrate him. Thank God for this church. Thank God for our pastor, Bishop Eddie. Ah, thank you, Father. You are giving us such a great pastor. And thank you for the prophet, our prophet Bishop Jaguar Mills. We are grateful and happy and excited and thrilled to be in such a ministry. In the Macarius Church and in the UD, we are blessed. We count ourselves blessed. We count ourselves blessed. Therefore, we don't, uh, we don't, we, we don't subscribe to deceptions and stories and fables of men in the name of Jesus. But rather, we march on, we march on, we march on, we march on. I'm happy for the family you have placed me in. For my husband, for my wife. Thank you, Lord. The Lord, you are working on them. Hey, they can only become better. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. When we do that, we shall be like Jesus. He gave thanks. He gave thanks. He gave thanks. He gave thanks. He gave thanks thanks in that place. And a miracle was performed. Miracles of multiplication will come into our lives as we become like Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 I want to be more like you, Jesus. I want to be more like you, Jesus. I want to be a vessel you were through. I want to be more like you. Sing somebody. Oh, Jesus, I want to be more like, want to be more like Jesus. I want to be more like, I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be a vessel you are through. I I wanna be, I wanna be, I need to be, I got to be. I wanna be more like, I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be more like, I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be ever so you are through. You see, we are singing I want to be like Jesus because in John chapter 6, 
There's a big difference between Jesus and his disciples concerning the five loaves and two fishes. Andrew or Philip, one of them, he said, We have five loaves and two fishes, but what is it among so many? <laughs> what is it among so many? What was it debating? There is a lad here which has five barley loaves and two small fishes. Two small fishes. But what are they among so many? <laughs> but that was not Jesus' attitude. <laughs> Jesus' attitude was that. Let them sit down. Next verse. And he took the loaves. And when he had given thanks. Jesus is giving thanks for five loaves and two fishes. Fed 5,000 people. When the people had said, what is it among so many? You are turning yourself, you are about to be a miracle worker. Just because of gratitude. Just because you see differently. Just says, ah, oh, beautiful. We have five loaves, two fishes. We can do something with it. <laughs> can do something with it. Oh, lift your hands and say, Jesus. Pray and say, Jesus, make me like you, Lord. Make me like you, Lord. Make me like you. Make me like you. Make me like you. Just like you, Jesus. Just like you, Jesus. Just like you, Jesus. Seeing things differently. Seeing things in another way, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. I wanna be more like I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be more. I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel you are through. about every eye closed you are here today you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior but today is the day now is the time for you to say pastor I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior wherever you are if that's your story I want you to lift up your right hand only I will pray with you and Jesus will come into your heart and you become a new creature it's your chance, it's your opportunity, it's your time lift up your hand, right hand only I want to see your right hand only lifted up and I will pray with you if your right hand is lifted up please come, come to me come to me because Jesus is saying that I want you to associate yourself with me come, God bless you come, encourage them as they come yes, 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 yes thank you yes, yes yes anybody else just come forward God bless you Hallelujah. God bless you. The day Billy Graham got saved, he was the only one. He was the only one. And I remember the day that prophet preached Christ and his estimate of a soul. That one soul is worth the whole world. Or more than the whole world. As if by design. The Holy Ghost wanted to print that message into our hearts. Only one person came and gave their life to Christ that day. 
one on a Tuesday night as colleague. I remember. So you you are precious in the eyes of the Lord. And I want to pray a prayer with you. Let's all support it. Ah, somebody has come along. Beautiful. Two are better than one. Let's pray this prayer together, okay? Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I know I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. Please forgive me. Wash away my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Make me a new creature. I thank you, Father, that I'm born again. Now lift up one finger like this. Let me see you lift up one finger. Say, Satan, I no longer will follow you. I have been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Put your finger down. Say, Father, thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. It's now time for communion. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. The body of Jesus broken for you. Yes, Lord. Mm. Whoever eats. He has eternal life. Thank you, Lord. My flesh is meat indeed. Drink indeed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Cup of blessing. Is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? Yes, Lord. It's the communion of the body of Christ. This is the holy meal. Yes, to sustain you. It will sustain you. It will heal you. It will give you life. Now listen. You see, when you eat with people, it's a sign of togetherness, bonding, fellowship. That's why one of the verses in the Bible that is remarkable is thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So it's not usual for you to eat in the presence of enemies. You don't even eat with your enemies when you are eating. How, how will you be relaxed? <laughs> how will you know whether somebody will put something in the food when you have turned your head to pour a drink? You eat with friends. So you see, by eating this this what you are saying is that you are eating with Jesus, okay? And secondly, you are eating with us. We are all eating together. That means we are one. We are together. There's peace among us. Yeah. There shouldn't be any rivalry, any talking, any no, 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 no. That's that's way beneath the dignity of blood brothers and blood sisters sisters and brothers of the blood and of the body so as you eat you see that's why that's why paul said to the corinthians that many are not regarding the body that's why they are sick 
Hey, it's a serious thing. Oh. Regard the body of Jesus. Walk in peace towards your brother and your sister. Let there not be division. Let there not be strife. Lift it up and say, the body of Jesus. We are one. The body of Jesus. We are one. The body of Jesus. We are one. Eat it. blood the life of the flesh is in the blood that's what the scripture says it means that when you take the blood out of that entity you've taken the life out of it do you understand me it all means when you put the blood in it so that's why people who are dying when you transfuse them with blood life comes into them <laughs> you see he says for the life of the flesh is in the blood Leviticus 17 11 what I want to say is this this is the blood of Jesus so when you take in the blood of Jesus you are taking in the life of Jesus now the Bible uses a word Many, 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 many times in the New Testament when he uses everlasting life, like John 3:16, like first John 5:13, who has a son has life, who has not the son of God has not. All those words life are a Greek word zoe. Now, zoe is life as God has it, or life as God knows it. I came to introduce you the life of God. And to say that the last time I heard God was not an admission. At a clinic for malaria, God was not being transfused with blood anywhere because Zoe is in Him. As you drink this blood, Zoe is entering you as well. You are walking in miracle power, you are walking in healing power, you are walking. Look, it is more than vitamins. What you are drinking. It is the life of God. Lift up your drink and say, The blood of Jesus, the life of God. The blood of Jesus, the life of God. The blood of Jesus, the life of God. Drink it. Jesus Thank you Lord Thank you Lord I want you to remember that This is a miracle part of the service Oh yeah Don't, 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 don't allow people to deceive you Oh, the church They don't do Miracles They don't do You see Yeah, like the people who were sent to go and look for Elijah <laughs> when they saw him and came back, then they asked the guy, What was he dressed? He was dressed in a camel and as a ha. That's a lie. In his mind, eh, a prophet is only somebody who is in camels. So if you see a prophet in a suit, you know you, you, you not recognize him. 
organizing. It is this supernatural part, this miracle part of the service that Brother Michael for years had back been suddenly healed. I am prophesying into your life that in this service, in this supernatural, spiritual, miracle part of the communion, where we are engaging with the body of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, every healing that has to come into your body is coming into your body right now in the name of Jesus. And everything that prevents disease is also activated in your life right now in the name of Jesus. You walk in health. You walk in strength. You walk in wealth. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. Thank you, Father. It is done. Your people walk in health. People walk in wealth. People walk in your promises. In Jesus' name. Amen. I am listening. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Bacarius Church Headquarters, East Legon Hills, Accra. Stay blessed. I am waiting.